Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about epilepsy. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash epilepsy or in the neurology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. But let's get straight into it. Epilepsy is an umbrella term for a condition where there's a tendency to have seizures. And seizures are transient episodes of abnormal electrical activity in the brain. And there's many different types of seizures that we'll go through. A diagnosis of epilepsy is made by a specialist based on the characteristics of the seizure episodes. There's a few investigations that can help. One is an electroencephalogram or an EEG, which can show typical patterns in different forms of epilepsy and help to support the diagnosis. Another is an MRI brain scan, which can be used to visualise the structures in the brain. And it's used to diagnose structural problems that may be associated with seizures and also other pathology that can cause seizures, such as tumours. Other investigations can be used to exclude other pathologies, particularly an ECG to exclude any problems with the electrical activity in the heart. So let's go through some of the types of seizures. And there's different treatments for epilepsy for different types of seizures. The aim of treatment is to be seizure-free on the minimum anti-epileptic medications. Ideally, they should be on a monotherapy, meaning there's a single anti-epileptic drug. But some patients may require two or more types of anti-epileptic medications to control their seizures. Treatment is initiated and guided by a specialist in epilepsy. So firstly, we have generalised tonic-clonic seizures. And these are what most people think of when they think of an epileptic seizure. There's a loss of consciousness and tonic, meaning muscle tensing, and clonic, meaning muscle jerking episodes. Typically, the tonic phase comes before the clonic phase, and there may be associated symptoms like tongue biting, incontinence, groaning, and irregular breathing. After the seizure, there's a prolonged post-ictal period which is where the person is confused, drowsy, and feels irritable or depressed following the seizure. The management of tonic-clonic seizures is typically first line with sodium valparate and second line with lamotrigine or carbamazepine. Next, let's talk about focal seizures. Focal seizures start in the temporal lobes and they can affect hearing, speech, memory and emotions. And there's various ways that focal seizures can present. They might present with hallucinations, memory flashbacks, deja vu, or doing strange things on autopilot. One way to remember the treatment is that they are the reverse of the tonic-clonic seizure treatment. So the first line is with carbamazepine or lamotrigine, and the second line is sodium valproate or levetiracetam. Next, let's talk about absent seizures. Absent seizures typically happen in children. What happens is the patient or the child becomes blank, stares off into space and then abruptly returns to normal. During the episodes, they're usually unaware of their surroundings and they won't respond. And this typically lasts 10 to 20 seconds before they completely return to normal. Most children who have absent seizures, more than 90% in fact, stop having absent seizures as they get older. And the management is first line with sodium valparate or with ethosuximide. Next is atonic seizures. 
Atonic seizures are also known as drop attacks, and they're characterized by brief episodes of lapse in muscle tone. And these don't usually last for more than three minutes. They typically begin in childhood, and they may indicate an underlying condition called Lennox-Gastaut syndrome. Management is with first line with sodium valproate and second line with lamotrigine. Next is myoclonic seizures. And myoclonic seizures present with sudden brief muscle contractions, like a sudden jump. The patient usually remains awake during the episode, and they occur in various forms of epilepsy, but typically happen in children as part of juvenile myoclonic epilepsy. Management is first line with sodium valproate, and other options include lamotrigine, levetiracetam, or topiramate. Finally, we have infantile spasms, and this is also known as West syndrome. It's a rare disorder, about 1 in 4,000, that starts in infancy at around 6 months of age. It's characterised by clusters of full-body spasms, and there's a poor prognosis with about one-third of children dying by the age of 25, and one-third of patients being seizure-free. It can be difficult to treat, but the first-line treatments are prednisolone and vigabatrin. So there we went through some of the key different types of epileptic seizures and their treatment. So let's talk a bit more in detail about the epilepsy maintenance medications. Let's first talk about sodium valproate. And this is the first-line option for most forms of epilepsy except focal seizures. It works by increasing the activity of GABA, which is a neurotransmitter that has a relaxing effect on the brain. There's a few notable side effects. The one to remember is that it's teratogenic, so patients need careful advice about contraception. And we'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. It also causes liver damage and hepatitis, hair loss and tremor. There's a lot of warnings about sodium valproate being teratogenic, and the NICE guidelines updated in 2018 to reflect this and it must be avoided in girls or women unless there's no suitable alternatives and strict criteria met to ensure they don't become pregnant because everybody is very worried about the teratogenic effects so the damaging effects that it can have on a developing fetus. Next let's talk about carbamazepine and this is the first line for focal seizures. Some notable side effects are agranulocytosis so reduction in white blood cells or other blood cell types, aplastic anemia, and carbamazepine also induces the P450 system in the liver, so there's many drug interactions with carbamazepine. So if a patient is on carbamazepine and you're starting, or you're looking at their other medications, think about whether it will interact and whether the dose needs to be changed. Next is phenytoin. There's some notable side effects of phenytoin, such as folate and vitamin D deficiency, megaloblastic anemia due to the folate deficiency, and osteomalacia due to the vitamin D deficiency. So they may need extra supplementation with these vitamins. Ethosuximide is another anti-epileptic medication, and this has the notable side effects of night terrors and rashes. And finally, lamotrigine has some notable side effects of Stephen-Johnson syndrome or DRESS syndrome, which are both life-threatening skin rashes. So if a patient has a nasty skin rash and they're on lamotrigine, think about whether they need an immediate referral to dermatology for potentially life-threatening rashes. 
it can also cause leukopenia, which is a deficiency in the white blood cells. Next, let's talk about status epilepticus. Status epilepticus is an important condition you need to be aware of and how to treat as it's a medical emergency. And it's defined as having seizures that are lasting more than five minutes or more than three seizures in one hour. The management of status epilepticus in hospital is to take an ABCDE approach. So A is to secure the airway. B, you would give high concentration oxygen. And C, you would assess the cardiac and the respiratory function, check the blood glucose levels, gain intravenous access by inserting a cannula, give IV lorazepam, 4 milligrams, to try and halt the seizures. And this can be repeated after 10 minutes if the seizures continue. And then if the seizures persist, you can use IV phenobarbital or phenytoin. When you're managing somebody in status epilepticus, it's really important to get senior doctors and also anaesthetists involved because you may need to intubate the patient and transfer them to the intensive care unit, particularly if the seizures don't stop. Some options for trying to halt seizures in status epilepticus in the community are buccal midazolam or rectal diazepam. So thanks for listening to this episode on epilepsy. I hope you found it useful. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. You can find all the written notes in the Zero to Finals Medicine book on Amazon. You can also find the notes as well as videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll talk about neuropathic pain.